Welcome back to Fold in the Cheese. It is your boy, K-Troll, on the mic today. Tuesday morning, we are recapping week 14 in the NFL. I'm rocking this sweet Chargers jersey. Throwback, powder blues. Let's go. Chargers with a big win on Sunday. We'll get to that later. But I am joined today by the Christmas lobster to my prime minister, David. We're talking love, actually, today. One of my all-time favorites. We've been giving our parts in the nativity play. <gasps> and I'm the lobster. The lobster? Yeah. In the nativity play? Yeah, first lobster. There was more than one lobster present at the birth of Jesus. Duh. Ethan fan. what's happening, E? Well, first of all, I'm wearing the Patriots. There's a big win last night on Monday. I don't know if you've True. noticed my trends, but I only wear the Patriots jersey on Tuesday if the Patriots win. So I don't know if you've picked that up. but I have not picked that up. You wear so many different Patriots jerseys, it's hard to know. And there's 7-6, you know, not bad, 7-6. I only have a Brady and a Julian Edelman. What happened to Troy Brown? Oh, I do have a Troy Brown. Yeah. I haven't worn that in a while. That's the OG, man. That is the OG. I loved my Troy Brown. I still love Troy Brown. Uh, There you go. But yeah, yes, I love being the Christmas Lobster. That's probably one of the best parts of that movie. Just, I get to be like, oh, what part of the play do you have? The Christmas Lobster. (laughs) Or did she want to be the Christmas Lobster? Like, she petitioned to be one? Or... Was she assigned? Uh, no, they they were like, but there were like two or three Christmas lobsters, I think. Okay, like Christmas so. lobster number two or something. And you're like, didn't know there was more than one. Like, didn't okay. know there was one. Okay, yes, uh, good. I actually have not seen that movie in a while. Uh, I know that's one of your all times. Is it on your wall? I can't remember. It's on my wall. Yeah, I wanted okay. a big poster of it, but they didn't have one, so I have a small one. But because I have a this this wall is like a a big poster, a couple small ones, big poster, a couple small ones. It's all like kind of designed that way. And the big ones, I wanted them to be my absolute favorites. And for the most part, they are. Right. Um, but that's when I couldn't get a big one. I would have. Couldn't get it. So speaking of posters, uh, again, the, you and I have been friends long enough. You know things just randomly will pop in my head. If, like we're having a conversation. You'll say one word. I'm like, ooh, that word reminds me of this. So like just posters. Um, I haven't had like a movie poster. Just remember in college, like that first week of moving it always yeah. had that like poster sale or whatnot yes they're like five bucks i yeah. remember getting a, a big top gun poster and thinking it was awesome and people were like why do you have a picture of just tom cruise in your room and i was like <laughs> it's top gun, it's maverick it's awesome and they're like okay it's just a shirtless tom cruise like uh it doesn't even say I the gotta, movie yeah on i bought a bunch of them for that poster sale i bought a bunch of them yeah. i had i had a bunch of them up my room my freshman dorm I used to love those poster sales. They always had those big displays where you like put moving it like a book and like they were yeah. all in glass. Uh, I think you had a Swingers poster, didn't you? I did. I was just going to say my se- our senior year or my senior year, uh, I did have a big old Swingers poster. I loved that thing. Um, but then I'm trying to think of the other ones I had, but I don't know. I just, there was always something about that poster sale. I was like, ooh, start of the new year. How are you going to decorate your dorm? What are you going to put above your bed? They always had like the Grateful Dead posters that, of course, like glowed in the dark. I was like, who does those? They always had those regardless. I'm trying to think what else. Yep. I feel like they always had old school, basically whatever, like the college movie of the time they had a bajillion of. It uh, wasn't just movies either. It'd be like, no. it'd be like you could get like a, Tyra Banks or something, or you could get like a sports one. You know, you could get like any number of things. Yeah, that was always funny just to me. I feel like every college has had that poster sale. Probably. It's genius. You know what else we had that I took advantage of my freshman year was you could walk around and if you signed up for credit cards, they gave you free stuff. Yeah. So freshman year, I didn't have a credit card. I was like, whatever. So I signed up for like four different credit cards to get like a, I got like a Heineken Wake Forest shirt. (laughs) I got like a. (laughs) 
koozie. <laughs> I mean, it's like dumb stuff. Oh, yeah. I was like, yeah, free stuff. All right. And I sign up and I get these credit cards. I was like, I'll just cancel them. Well, really dumb. See, that was you need to step up your game, man, because my buddies and I. So we would go to Red Sox games all the time growing up. And same idea. They always had those booze like sign up for a Red Sox credit card and you get like a big old Red Sox blanket or a big towel. Or Again, same, same thing. Sign up for like four of them. But I never got any of them because you would always change your I would do uh, change One my number name off. and my address. <laughs> but they would always ask for a social security number. You change it by like two numbers. Boom. Good to go. But you had to you memorize change it by a million numbers. It wouldn't matter. Yeah, but you had to be confident. You had to know it because they would quiz you. <laughs> They're like, "Okay, what's your social security number?" And they're like, "Oh crap, what did I put?" So you'd always have to go Whatever. in premeditated. Uh, <clears throat> so FBI or SEC, if you're listening, uh, they are yell fans. Um, he <laughs> moved to uh, Saskatchewan. So that's where he is. Yep. Yeah, he's in uh, Moscow right now. <laughs> he's not he going be coming there. back for a while. He's in Siberia. <laughs> yep. Yeah, we did a bunch of dumb stuff. I, I don't know. I, I think I was just like, I was like blinded by a free t-shirt. So I was like, I don't care. You can have all my information. You can, I'll come what, work for you. I don't care. What is it about the draw of a free t-shirt? But like we all fall for it. Like, yep, free t-shirt. Oh my God. Like, I need that. And they were like the worst shirts. It's just like a white tee with just their logo just plastered on the front. Yes. And that was it. It was not a nice t-shirt at no. all. It was it was the cheapest cotton t-shirt, but it was cool because it had a beer logo and it said wake on it or something. And I was like, <laughs> beer, that's awesome. Beer? People are gonna think like, this is the coolest shirt ever. Yes. That's awesome. I don't know, you're dumb. You're 18, like you're so dumb. You're yeah. 18. Like I can't even tell you where I came from and how much of a culture shock it was for me to show up there. So I was just like, the whole thing, I was just like, oh my god, this is incredible. <laughs> the whole experience was just like. And I want uh, that poster of Tom Cruise just over my bed, just so I can look at him every night. It was unreal. It was unreal. Yes. So yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Love Actually is a great movie. All that. <laughs> and you need that big poster. We're gonna. <laughs> so, we need to watch okay, it again. We need to flash. Uh, so next September, we need to just go to local college campus and go to the poster sale to get you a big Love Actually. True. Get a lanyard, and it looks like we've got like our student ID. I still have. I think you still have yours. I saw my student ID. We could bust I that out, my golden boy. I never replaced yep. my student ID my entire four years. Yeah, that's true. That was the thing at Wake was like you used it as a key card to get into your room yep. and into your hall, and um, or not to your room but into your hall. And those things would be lost or broken all the time. Eventually, they just wore down. I mean, they just started. They were thick, Everything. but eventually they would just wear down and die. And so everyone had to replace a card at some point. But it was a badge of honor for you. Never had to replace your card, golden boy. Seinfeld, he's my golden boy. He's a golden boy. That's right. Did you get well, to that episode um, yet? what? Did no. You get to that episode yet? No. So I'm in season boy. three or four, I think. Okay, yeah, it's a little later. So, golden boy is whenever Jerry does laundry. Golden boy was like his, you know, he'd always make it through because you know he always lose socks or you know clothes just break down. So, golden boy was his shirt that it just always lasted. And then finally, at the end of the episode. I, had to say goodbye to Golden Boy. <laughs> <laughs> he had that shirt for like thirty years or something. Yeah, it's gone. <laughs> that sounds that sounds like you as well. Yes, lost shirt um, days so, right behind you. I mean, same idea. That's why I have a memorial for it. That's right. That was Golden Boy. That was your Golden Boy. That was my Golden Boy. Speaking of Golden Boy, we had an injury to a Golden Boy on Monday Night Football early. And this yes. was, uh, I know, pretty heartbreaking for you. A little bittersweet. Obviously, you're pulling for the Pats. <laughs> I was going to say, let's let's set up the scenario real quick. Scenario. So, uh, so, 
going into this final Monday night matchup, I'm winning. Kemper and I are battling for the last playoff spot in our league. Literally, the sixth spot is the only one available. It's basically between him and I. And so I needed to win, and I needed Kemper to lose. Then we'd be tied, and then I needed to get some more points to increase my point differential. So I was winning my matchup by far. Like, I knew I was going to win, so it was great. Kemper was in a battle really close with Hazer, and uh, Kemper was winning, but Hazer had Kyler Murray going. And so I was like, okay, this is possible. Like, if Kyler has a good night, you know, he could beat Kemper. And then I just need Kyler to throw all of them to DeAndre Hopkins so I can gain the points and get that tiebreaker. So I said, I texted Kemper before the game, like, all right, there are three scenarios that can happen that I want, and I'll list them in priority. Number one, yeah. Kyler throws five touchdowns to DeAndre Hopkins. However, the Patriots still win because Mac throws six. So not only do I win. My matchup, you lose yours. I make the playoffs, but the Patriots win in the pigskin pickup, and I win that week. Number Which one, is worth two skins this week. Yeah. Yes. So then, number two, I was like, "All right, Kyler doesn't do it, but the Patriots win, so at least I win the pigskin pickup." And then number three was Patriots lose, but DeAndre Hopkins has. <laughs> so a lot of scenarios going into the game. I was super kind of just getting geared up for it. Three minutes into the game. Bye bye, Kyler Murray. <laughs> bye bye, Kyler. Most definitely a torn ACL. Oh yeah, um, he is done. I mean, is is toast for the year. Um, they're going to confirm that, obviously. But I think the the what they're saying is there is no doubt. There is little doubt oh, yeah. or whatever. This torn ACL. So he goes down immediately. I breathe a sigh of relief. So here's I was to be technical. I was up like twenty four points or twenty five points against a guy who has Kyler. Now we play in a six point for passing touchdown league, so quarterbacks can score in the thirties, no problem. And Trevor Lawrence, for me, scored like 40 points. Yeah, He went off. We'll get to that later as well. But So I needed Kyler to kind of be a little suppressed. Uh, I didn't really care what DeAndre did as long as he didn't catch all of his touchdowns. Right. Like, like, like you're kind of joking. You're like, what if he runs in touchdowns? Like, that's fine. Yeah. Um, but he needed 40 points. He needed 40 from DeAndre Hopkins. And so I, I was like, probably won't have both of those happen against the Patriots. You know, <laughs> it's certainly possible because DeAndre is a freak. He's had 40-point games before. God knows Kyler's had a lot of 25-point games. I was, like, a little nervous. Then I, when I open up my phone, I was putting the kids to bed. Open up my phone, I see Colt McCoy is 3 of 4, and I'm like, oh, boy. What <laughs> yeah, happened here? Is Kyler already cut off? Like, yeah, within three plays, he was done. Within three <laughs> plays, he's done. <laughs> very, As you said, very anticlimactic. But at least the Patriots won. So my second scenario happened. So I won pigs and pick them. But anyway. True. So I found a way to sneak into the playoffs. Yeah, I started congrats. the season 1 and 6. And I have gone on a six and one tear to finish seven and seven. Dangerous team in the sixth seed of the playoffs. Look out, Andy. I'm coming for you. You wouldn't trade me. You wouldn't help me. I'm coming for you this week. (laughs) No one would trade me. No one would trade me. I needed a running back and I was offering way better deals. I was going to give a discount. I had Alvin Kamara and Jonathan Taylor both on a buy. I was trying to get a discounted deal for somebody so I could play a good running back this week. No one would do it. And, and they're like, eh, I'll pass. And one guy was like, flat out, I don't want to help you. I don't want your team to that? make it into the Who playoffs. said that? That was Ricky. Who oh, was, uh, it's fair. Yeah. Um, but Ricky's but a great team. A number one team. Yeah, he would not trade. So, But you did. Uh, I did end up getting a trade. I got it done while I was at the Titans game. I'm sitting here messaging, like, in desperation. I had an offer on the table to send Kamara to our friend Josh for Leonard Fournette. I didn't like the deal, but I was going to have to start Travis Homer. And I was fine with it until a report came out that Schefter said that Tony Jones was going to be the starter in Seattle. 
And I was like, oh my God, what? And I'm like, and then Josh already had Tony Jones, which is a great move on his part. And so I was just, I was screwed. And I was worried that I wouldn't get anything out of Travis Homer. And so I had to make the deal. And Fournette, of course, predictably got me 10 points, which is fine for the 40 against the 49ers. It's about all I expected. Right. Um, I just needed, I needed something this week. Now, Homer got like five or six. I would have been fine either way, come to find out. But had to play it safe, man. Gotcha. Had to go for it. Playoffs are on the line. Just got to get in any way you can. So, congrats. You got the sixth seed. So, unfortunately, I just missed at number seven. Uh, I'm just going to yep. storm, storm through that consolation bracket. So, watch out. I hope you do. I hope you do. I want to see what the epic matchup is in the Constellation Championship. Those are always fun when people are like, hey, special request. Can I pick up every Carolina Panther? And he's going to pick up. Well, that was the best when we Jets. did Bengals. It was a Bengals Dolphins that one year. Bengals Dolphins we did one year. Constellation Championship. And uh, that was fun. My Bengals won, man. Was my Bengals. I've seen the Chiefs Panthers go before when Drader and Blake were in it. They did a Chiefs Panthers thing. There we go. This is like before Mahomes. This is like when the Chiefs were. Yeah, not. this is when they were not good. It's like Alex Smith and like either one of the uh, Matt Castle days. Yeah, maybe Matt Castle. Probably. Anyway, so Kyler's done. Uh, probably done for the year. Look elsewhere. Colt McCoy is is always serviceable, but probably not ideal for an not option. Not fantasy relevant, though. No, <laughs> probably not. So Ramondre left this game too. Had an ankle injury. I haven't heard an update on how severe that is. They're hopeful it wasn't that severe, and hopeful that he'll be back. Um, but you got to keep your eyes peeled for that one. Um, we saw Kevin Harris come in immediately yeah. and take over for Ramondre, whoever that is. I never heard of the guy. And then and the second Strong. half of the game, you start seeing Pierre Strong, who's the rookie, and he looked great. I mean, Pierre Strong looked really good. So at first I thought Kevin Harris was going to get the workload. Damian Harris, of course, missed. That was really confusing. But then Pierre <laughs> Strong comes in. He looks good. I think he's more likely to be the beneficiary after that game. Yeah, uh, I think they'd love to see what they got out of him, too. Um, Debo, the next big news. Debo left with an, a, a left MCL sprain and a sprained ankle. Which Did you see him like go down? Sprain. Yes, I saw that. It got that gross. It looked like he snapped his leg in half. Yeah, it's, it's not a, good. Did you see hear Jerry Rice too going off on the 49ers about that injury, saying like, "Stop running like your, uh, you know, your extremely skilled players like up the middle, especially a Debo Samuel. Like, why would you keep doing this when they keep getting hurt?" And especially like a guy like him, I know he's a big dude, but you can't risk that, man. Like he's a wide receiver, a man. I know he's huge, but like he's not a running back. He's just yeah. not a running back. And it's fine if you want to use him on jet sweeps or you want to you want to do a toss out to him or something. But I agree, man. Running him up the middle is you're asking for this. And it happened. You have 300 pound guys falling on your legs. Like that's not a good thing. And if you got Jerry Rice saying that, you need to listen. <laughs> <clears throat> Jerry Rice is tough as they get, and yeah, he doesn't want any, he doesn't want any part of that. So. Yeah, that's unfortunate. I think you're probably not going to have him for the for the fantasy playoffs. I think he'll be back for the regular playoffs in the NFL. And he may they say like Kyle Shanahan is like we think he'll he'll get some more regular season time. I don't know why they would do that, but yeah. um, I don't think you'll see him in the fantasy for the rest of the season, which sucks. Yeah, Mike White got banged up. He was getting just shammered by the by the Bills defense. I'll tell you Hung what, in there, though, man. He kept was playing because like he, he was was, tough. Like they took the first hit. He came out for a couple plays. Comes back in and like. Another quarter later, hit again, out, comes back in. And then, like, he finishes the game. And then as soon as the game ends, he's rushed to the hospital yeah. to check for internal injuries. Like, dude, Precautionary, stuff. just to see if he, he ruptured every organ inside of his body. <laughs> I guess he's fine. Um, he's going to have some sore ribs. This is, reminds me of the Herbert early in the season against the Chiefs game where he finished the game and didn't look so, the same the next couple weeks. I feel like, obviously – 
whenever someone mashes their finger, it's mallet finger. So is this Herbert ribs? Cause this is, we've always been, I feel like this is like when Herbert, you know, with his ribs. So is it Herbert ribs? We just call it Herbert ribs. I mean, we have the Drew Brees ribs as well. Yeah, but you haven't been saying Drew Brees ribs. You've been saying Herbert ribs. So it's mallet finger. How many times have I said that? Like twice? Uh, No, we've said it many times throughout this season. At least 70. Um, I don't know. Yes, we'll call it Herbert ribs from here on. There we go. From here on out. He's got Herbert ribs. Thumb toe? Is that what you say? Thumb toe. Oh, yeah. Jumbawamba. (laughs) Jumbawamba. You heard his jumbo. Trevor Lawrence's jumbo was just fine. Totally fine. I watched him live. Did not look injured at all. Um, <laughs> anyway, so yeah, Robert Sala expects Mike White to play. I don't know. They got a tough. They got a, a tough remaining schedule. I'm not sure. Basically, he's just saying we do not want Zach Wilson. That's yeah, he's I don't like, care. Mike, if Mike White we really has need one you to rib play. left. No, Zach really Wilson. need you to play like really badly. Yes. Yikes. T. Higgins uh, freaking screwed me so bad. This was so annoying. In another league where I was in the first round of the playoffs already, I ended up losing my 0.9 points. I had DeAndre going. The other team had Kyler going. I needed 12 and a half out of DeAndre. It's a half point PPR. I got like 11 and a half. But I also got a zero from freaking T. Higgins because Oof. apparently he injured himself in pregame warmups. <laughs> he aggravated his injury and didn't really even play. And yeah. I had no idea about that. It was not reported. Everyone's fired up about it i've listened to three different fantasy podcasts this week already all fired up about it so i'm on that same train bs bs yes tyler boyd dislocated his finger during the game day to day trey hendrickson broke his wrist is out for a couple of weeks <laughs> this is the difference between offensive and defensive players right he has a broken wrist and they're like well, he'll be back maybe next week maybe the week after well but at the same time like they're not really just to not it. catch it you could just I get know. the old mallet <laughs> you're get good to on there He'll be great with a club too. I think he had one. I feel like he had a club last year. Did he? I think he. I think he did. I mean, okay. So can we call the club just the JPP club? Because we know when you only have two fingers on there. When you the blow club. your fingers off, though, I feel like it's like self-inflicted club doesn't deserve its own name. I mean, it does deserve its own name, but it, it that's a JPP club. This is just the club. <laughs> this is just the club. Oh, so it's only a JPP club if it's self-inflicted. If you blow I mean, your fingers off, yeah. I just can't think of anyone else. I mean, I know there have been a lot of players with the club, but obviously... Oh, Erlocker had it. Yeah, I mean, a lot of guys have had it. Oh, yeah, a lot of guys have had it, man. Oh, I know a lot have. i just thinking, like, their their signature move. I just feel like JPP had to have it. So it's like, yeah, this is my thing now. His was out of necessity. He had it for, like, a couple of seasons, like, forever. Like, it was just... He always had it kind of thing. That's different. That's true. Uh, So, anyway, we'll get down to what that means for the Bengals pass catchers in the waiver section. Damian Pierce... Left with an ankle injury. Um, Lovey Smith thinks he's going to play. So that's good news, I guess. He actually looked pretty good against Dallas in a game that got really close. Yeah. Dallas had to come back and win that Dallas game at the, end. the last two minute drill. Uh, that was wild. It's good. I have a bye, uh, the consolation. So Damian Pierce, he can rest up. Check this. You can sit next week. Consolation bye. Yeah. I love that. I forgot that we have 12 teams now. So yeah, first round bye in the consolation. Good on you. Congratulations. Well done. Yep. DJ Moore day to day with a knee sprain. Uh, he got a goose egg or six rushing yards or something stupid. Uh, you're frustrated if you started him. Jeff Wilson has a hip injury. Um, not as severe as it could have been, apparently. So that's good news, I guess. But keep an eye on that. The Miami backfield has been in shambles the last couple of weeks. Yeah. The Miami did not look good. It's in the Go Chadges. And then there was the day of the concussions, man. Concussions <laughs> all mean, around the league. They're all concussions. Yeah. I mean, Kenny Pickett goes to – how about quarterbacks just getting knocked out early? So, obviously, Kyler last night, Kenny Pickett uh, on Sunday, and same with Tyler Huntley. And they were in the same game. Yep. First of all, 
this is why it's both teams I just hate and it just pissed me off even more. But anyway, I heard this morning. Um, I think it was the, uh, I think it was the Matthew Berry's happy hour podcast. He does on NBC. Now they were talking the only, the only teams maybe ever to have a backup quarterback come in and throw three picks. It's like the only two times it's happened is when Kenny Pickett came in for Mitch Trubisky earlier <laughs> in the season. And then when Mitch Trubisky came in for oh, Kenny dude. Pickett, this weekend <laughs> but did he like, throw a oh pick six God. did he throw a pick six i don't think it was a pick six no he's still he the only not. quarterback with 50 plus starts to never throw a pick six mr biscuits mr biscuits uh yeah so Corey davis went down with the concussion russell wilson who was actually having a good game went down with the concussion as well so like we've said before i don't expect any of these guys to play next week i think that's that's kind of the new norm right now is you're out yeah. for a game so plan plan uh, accordingly Brock Purdy, uh, kind of the kind of the Justin Herbert ribs with him. I think um, he got banged up with an oblique slash ribs. They play Thursday like, night football, I think. So we got to monitor have that to one. Play. So sorry, <laughs> sorry, but yeah. yeah otherwise, it's Josh Johnson, who I don't think they want to see. But how old is Josh Johnson? He's been in the league for so long. He's probably like thirty-one or something. You know, probably not nearly as old as you think. True. Quarterback years, that's old. Sorta. You get one playing at 45. I don't know. That is outlier. <laughs> outlier. Um, Jeff Driscoll split time at quarterback for the Texans. This was weird. So they were they had packages where he was the quarterback and some where Davis Mills was a quarterback. Obviously, Davis Mills is not going to be their guy long term. And so I think they're now they're trying out Driscoll to see if he might be their guy. Driscoll actually has tight end eligibility in Yahoo. That's the reason <laughs> I think this is interesting is because it's like a Taysom Hill situation. You know, I think he yeah. threw for a touchdown. He had like 12 points. Something worth noting. It's, it's weird. It's weird and worth noting. Taysom Hill has been on my bench the whole year. I was like, why? <laughs> He's just there because I'm just holding. Well, he, he would. Just, he only he has good games when he when you don't play him. Yeah, he only has those big games when you don't play him. So yeah, true. I don't know. And then I saw Dallas sign T.Y. Hilton. Right. <laughs> they were in the running for OBJ and apparently still are. Maybe, but they signed T.Y. Hilton, who I had no clue was even trying to play football anymore. Right. They probably just called him off the couch, but I guess you know the OBJ thing is I, I guess that they weren't happy with his knee situation and how the injury was progressing. But then OBJ yeah. is kind of mad at them for disclosing all that information. Even on blast, yeah, I bet. Like, dang, so he's anyway. not going to go there because they're like, oh, we don't think he's going to be ready until January, and he's like, come on, man, like, dude, throw <laughs> me out like that. Of course, he was also saying like, why would I play in the regular season? But that's OBJ. That's what Gronk is saying too. Anyway, so there's your updates around the league. Why don't you give Ooh. us some notable performances from the weekend? Well, both of our quarterbacks went off in the same – well, I know that was the same game last week, not this week. But uh, Trevor Goff – that's what we're just going to call him. Trevor, Trevor Goff. Goff. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, you got to see him in person with his injured Chumbawamba and all. 363 yards through the air, three touchdowns, and he even capped it off with a rushing touchdown. I mean, that was – Again, I'm I'm loving to see it out of him. I think the Jaguars obviously are too, and it's just it's fun to see it. As you said, the fun seems to be coming back. Uh, that's just, and this is what the game. This is what the performance I wish he had had last week against the Lions. Because again, these two teams that you want to be good, that no one can be upset with, that you just want him to see doing well, and it's good to see that Trevor is is doing that. Uh, yep. And then Jerry Goffman, we both picked him against the the Vikes. We thought that the Lions had a good shot, and they did. And a lot of it had to do with golf. He looked great. He went for 330 and three touchdowns. So both of our do it bet board guys, great performances. And we'll, we'll talk about that in a couple minutes, but that was, that was great to see for those quarterbacks. Yeah. Uh, speaking of quarterbacks, obviously your boy Jalen hurts 
he's just good. I mean, they just put a stomping on the Giants. So he's – I think you were talking about he's probably the, the runaway for MVP right now. That's that's your call. And uh, I, don't, I don't see why that would be contested because he is just looking unstoppable. Yeah. I mean, he's that whole thing with, with negative odds right now, he's – He's the favorite in the sports books. Mahomes is second, but he's the favorite with negative odds right now. Yeah. And uh, if Miles Sanders isn't comeback player of the year, I don't know who else should be. I mean, I know it's not like he was hurt or anything. He was a little bit, but I mean, he's looking great. He had a couple touchdowns. So Eagles, man, they are scary. Uh, Russell Wilson, as he talked about, was actually doing all right. He was actually running again, which was good to see. And But of yeah. course, then what happens when you run? You're out there. Bam, get hurt. You got, uh, got concussed. So unfortunate for that. You of course, you don't want to see him finally turning it around in week. What are week are we in? Week 13? 14. 14. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, all right, I just had to hit my stride. It's week 14. I'm, I'm ready to yeah. go. I forgot how to play football there for a while. Yeah. So, uh, unfortunate for him. But, I mean, the Broncos were a crap show. It doesn't really matter at this point. You're No one's starting Russell Wilson anyway. So, uh, of course, the, the wide receivers who will always be linked, the LSU boys, Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, both went off. My God. Uh, granted, Vikings were playing a – you know, an up and down Detroit defense. So Jeff uh, Jefferson had 11 for 223 and Jamar, man, it's great to see him back after that injury 10 for 119 and one touchdown. Again, now that the Bengals have him back and that's without T Higgins. So it's scary when they can get fully healthy. Watch out. Bengals could make another deal. And without Tyler Boyd. That's yeah. right too. Which so, is part of the reason it got funneled to him, right? I mean, it's part of the reason right. that he got so many targets, but he's getting those well, anyway. What's interesting is you know, while he was hurt, obviously you saw a couple of games where their offense just struggled and they couldn't they couldn't get it to either T or Tyler. Uh, so now both of those dudes are out, but they're still able to get to him. So I don't know if that speaks how much how much of a freak he is, or just yeah, or they're just more well rounded now. Like okay, we know what to do when two of our horses are out, we can get it to one. But anyway, yeah, uh, he's a beast, and unfortunately for him, he's in the consolation bracket. But that's okay. We're gonna win it. We're gonna win it. Uh, Jerry Judy. Three touchdowns. So we talked about Russell doing well, and Jerry Judy was a main part of it, also because Cortland Sutton wasn't there. So it was the Jerry Judy show for sure. Yep. Uh, yep. Mike Williams finally was back and got a touchdown. And, you know, it's just disappointing for him. Obviously, he's been battling injuries. And, and even when he's healthy, he was inconsistent this year. It just sucks to kind of take a step back. I know I was high on him this year. Uh, so it was good to see what he's doing right now. But, again, you wish you'd see the consistency and, and not being hurt. But – you know, he's How much better did Herbert look with both Keenan Allen and Mike Williams? There, right? <laughs> that makes, makes it feel like it's a different team, and that's why that's why I was rocking this jersey today because I was thinking, man, this is the Chargers team we all hoped we would see all year, and they they have, I think it was like Herbert, uh, Williams, Allen, and Josh Palmer, maybe hadn't played a down together or something. It was something crazy, right? like they 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 hadn't been together, or maybe it's one game, you know, like where all three of them been together, but like right. they have not had their whole receiving core together until now, really. Um, and now you see a very different team. And Eckler gets open in space, and he's good for eight receptions. And it's a tough team. They've got a lot of weapons whenever they're healthy. So Yeah, that's the key. Look healthy, out for the Chargers. It just seems like they're, their bones are made of glass. But, you know, they were all healthy. It's great. And they escaped healthy, right? Yeah, they did. Pretty sure. Yeah, pretty sure. Uh, DJ Chark for the Lions. I mean, that was a good pick. That was like a, a, a sneaky offseason signing. And, you know, you saw it week one. He had a great opening day, and then he got hurt. Uh, but he's he's sneaky. You know, he showed his flashes in Jacksonville and the fact that he's with this Lions offense, which is very potent, is great to see. You know, he had uh, he had a touchdown and I think he had, what, six receptions for about 90 or so yards. So he had a great little day uh, that, I mean, granted the offense on the Lions had a great day, so that helped. Uh, Juju Smith had a great day as well. I mean, the, the Chiefs offense was rolling. Uh, 
We'll talk about Jarek McKinnon literally in 10 seconds. But then Zay Jones, man, uh, I think I – did I have him? No, I picked him up in my neighborhood league, played him because I just had an injury in there, and he had an awesome day. But when he got Trevor Lawrence nice. doing that, you, that's going to have a good day. Uh, I yep. mentioned Jarek McKinnon. He blew up. He had seven – 112 and two and no that is not rushing it wasn't seven rushes for 112 that was all receiving so Jeez. again it's just the chiefs being able to spread it out like that it's juju smith it's Derek mckinnon i mean again you just never know where it's going to come from so it's just the diversification of that offense which is great uh it's scary yeah because you can't plan for it necessarily but they got it going uh, i mentioned miles sanders 17 for 144 and two touchdowns i mean Dude's been doing it all year. I think they. It was fun. To see, it's fun to see him and Saquon and opposite ends of the field this uh, that past game, even though it was quite uh, lopsided. But hey, man, Miles Sanders, beast. This is what I hoped I'd had last year. But the touchdowns are what's surprising to me because he hasn't been a touchdown maker in the past, and he's getting right. a lot this year. And it's been really cool to see. Well, I think they finally just decided to actually commit to him. You know, last yeah. year I know he was banged up a little bit, but it's like Boston Scott and uh, Kenneth Gainwell. Kenneth Gainwell. And him. And yeah. It's like. Dude, just commit to one guy. And I think this is what happens when you do. Gives him confidence. Yep. He knows he's going to get it. So, again, I think he should be considered for comeback player of the year, even though he didn't really have to come you back. Forgot Jordan Howard got mixed in last year. Yeah, Jordan <laughs> Howard. My God. <laughs> uh, Tony Pollard, man, he just keeps doing his thing. 22 points. We're going to talk about him again in a, in a couple minutes as we talk about the do a bet board. So, I mean, it's just showing you can feed both mouths because Zeke also had a good day too. And then yeah. uh, Bam Knight. Good again, 17 for 76, also had two catches. So, I mean, you got to keep him on your radar if, you're, if, if he isn't already. And then you saw this boy live, Evan Ingram. Woo. He wow. went off. 11. This is crazy about Evan Ingram. He was he went 11 for 162 and two touchdowns. He was unguardable. He was all over the field, and he looked like a freak. And no one – I mean, our best player on defense, one of, one of our two best players, we had Kevin Byard is the best safety for the Titans, and then Jeffrey Simmons obviously in the line. Yeah, Byard was was trying to get, stay on Ingram, and he just was getting <laughs> smoked. I mean, he just couldn't do it. Evan, Evan Ingram just went out of this world. He vaulted to the number four tight end in fantasy just because Overall. of this game. <laughs> yeah, that's how uh, bad tight ends have been. You have one that's good week here in the top five. <laughs> one good game, top five for the whole season. Yep, this is crazy. So, so no the Bam Knight thing I thought was interesting because it's like you weren't sure what was going to happen when Michael Carter's back, and right. I think they really truly do want to commit to him. I think they want to they want to give him some run and see what happens, you know. And so seventeen carries and two catches, it's twenty almost twenty opportunities. I mean that's huge. Yeah. It's really big. It's a lot of snaps and a lot of you got to trust it. I think touches. So yeah, it'll be interesting. So there you have it. Some notable performances, man. Some notable. What about the Patriots defense? That's a good notable performance. Fumble recovery for a touchdown. Although, did you see Tyreek Hill's touchdown? I, you know what I heard about? It. I actually didn't watch it. I heard he, he, I heard he like picked one up and ran it pretty far, yeah. and it only counted as six points. Mostert had a uh, a rush up the middle, and it fumbled. It <clears throat> Tyreek was you just it's crazy. They just showed Tyreek the entire place. You know, he goes out to just kind of do a fake block, just kind of done, just walking back, and all of a sudden he just sees the ball just kind of pop out from the pile. He's like, uh. Picks it up and just ran it 55 yards. I was like, God, of course. Ridiculous. So fast. Six points. That's all you get for that. <laughs> kind of a bummer. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, it's not a rush. It's not a catch. Yeah, if they don't give him any like... stats for that, which is, which is like, there's a silly rule. I was hearing about this, too. Like, the laterals at the end of a game or whatever, if, let's oh, say, yeah. Devontae Smith earlier this season got charged with, like, 
minus 19 receiving yards or something because he fumbled a lateral that got scored for a touchdown or something. And you're kind of like, Oh yeah. Against the commanders. That's where I freaking lost the the damn tiebreaker. That was stupid. Yeah. You're like, Oh, so wait, that counts, but picking up a fumble and running it 55 yards for a touchdown doesn't, um, I don't know. It's a, it's a weird delineation there between what counts and doesn't count for stats. Weird. Well, it's also like that, like the drop kind of pass where the quarterback is in the shotgun. Yeah, kind of drops it, and the guy in motion pick like that's a throw. That's but, a pass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shovel pass, same thing. So, yep. There you have it. Notable performances, a lot of big ones. There we have it. Well, I've got some blind resumes for you. Hey, are you ready? No. Get my little ticker going there. But let's do it anyway. Okay, I've got quarterbacks, running backs, and receivers, same as usual, and we're doing last four okay. total, not last four average. Yep. Uh, let's start with wide receiver. Okay, wide receiver. I've got three wide receivers, actually. I've got a bunch. What? Okay. I'm going crazy today. Okay. <clears throat> wide receiver one, 29 targets, Okay. 20 receptions, 257 yards, and a touchdown. 29, 20. Okay. Wide receiver two, 33 targets, 21 receptions, 238 yards, and a touchdown. Okay. Plus a two-point conversion. Oh, Wide receiver three, 35 targets, Ooh. 25 catches, Ooh. 227 yards, and a touchdown. Huh. Interesting. So you're getting a little bit less in yards each time, a little bit right. more in receptions each time. Yeah, that's interesting. And they're all within three points of each other. If Hunter Renfro wasn't hurt, I'd say one of them is him. But uh, Cole Beasley is coming back out of retirement. Could have been him if he had played for four games. Yeah, there uh, you go. Man. I mean, I always just like the guy that's getting the most attention, so I got to go with C because he's got 35 targets. Okay. I will tell you all three of these guys have actually only played three games in the last four. You did. It doesn't matter, but they're all three games. Okay. So wide receiver one is DeAndre Hopkins. Yep. Okay. Wide receiver two is Zay Jones. Oh. And wide receiver three is Chris Godwin. Ooh. He's like targeted 35 like times. One of these things is not like the other. Yeah. Right? Godwin, DeAndre, and Zay Jones. Zay Jones. <laughs> and Zay Jones. I mean, you're getting the same out of all three of them right now. You know, yeah. it's kind of crazy. I can't, I just, I didn't think that Godwin had that many targets in the past three games. That's a lot. Huh. He got like 12 or 14 last week. I mean, he had a ton last week. Yeah. But yeah, he's, get, he's getting a lot of targets. He's been nine to 12 almost every game. Wow. And yet their offense still sucks. Can't do anything. They do suck. They can't complete <laughs> passes either. He did He did a couple drops. I was watching some of that game. He had a couple drops. I was like, come on, man. Catch help, help me out. Help me out. <laughs> that's right. You got him. But I thought it was interesting, you know, like, um, and it's not because they had like one explosive game and two crappy ones. No. Like, these are pretty consistent games for him. I mean, we've honestly. been talking about him for the past three, four weeks anyway, just saying like, keep him on your radar. If you haven't picked him up, pick him up because he's getting 10 no. targets. He's getting 10 targets. He's getting nine. Like he only had he's one a great plug and play. Yeah. Stinker in there. But yeah. Yep. Okay. Running backs or quarterbacks? Quarterbacks. Quarterbacks. 868 yards, seven touchdowns, no picks. Whoa. 40 rushing yards and one touchdown as well. Okay. 90.72 points. (laughs) Quarterback B, 1,075 yards, seven touchdowns, no picks. Whoa. Eight rushing yards, no touchdowns. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, 87.9 points. So you're within 
two and a half points. Yeah. Huh. Uh, give me B. Give me like those yards. Yeah. Uh, you would say that because that is Jared Goff, and he has eighty-seven point nine points. Quarterback A is Trevor Lawrence, who only played three games. Sucker, three games of Trevor, four games of Goff. Sucka. Oh, he didn't say Sucka. that. Yo. Ah, gotcha. That's cheating. Oh, lame. Better anyway. How about that? Weak sauce. Better. If you had said okay, running backs. out of three games, I'm like, oh, well. Ooh. Here's your running backs. Running back A, 53 carries, 152 yards, and two touchdowns. Ugh, not great. Not great yardage per no. 18 targets, 13 receptions, 64 yards. Okay. You're looking at 46 and a half points. Running back B, 46 carries, 230 yards, and one touchdown. 10 targets, 10 receptions, 68 yards. B, he's getting more carries, better average, like that. He's getting less carries, better average. Excuse me, less carries, better average. I like that. Okay. A running back B is Zonovan Knight, and that's only in three games. And running back A is Saquon in four games. Oh, Saquon. He has struggled the past probably. <laughs> it's been a rough, days. it's been a rough stretch. Four or five weeks has been rough for him. Once they've hit yeah. their slide, he's hit his. He hasn't gone over 60 or 70 yards in the past four or five games. He's gotten a couple yeah. touchdowns, but as you saw, but yeah. Yikes. He's getting three yards of carry. I mean, that's that's rough. Yeah. That's old. That's like last year, Saquon. That's you know? last year heard Saquon. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting. You know, we talk about Zonovan Knight. We talk about like, oh, it's cute. You know, the Jets have a different running back and he's a rookie undrafted and whatever. The guy's been and it's been consistent. It's been like 17 points every game. Yeah. You know, it hasn't been like a, a 25 point and a six pointer. It's been consistent. So that's three games, 45 points for four games, 46 for Saquon. Wow. Kind of interesting, right? That is. That is. All right. So I got Jerry Goff, Bam and Chris Godwin. OK, there you go. Nice little trio. Okay. Let's hit some waiver targets here. What do you say? Yes. Let's do it. Do it. And then we'll do that. So we talked about the Ramondre injury. And depending on what happens there, depending on what happens with Damian Harris, like this backfield is in flux right now. We don't know what exactly is going to happen. I personally think Pierre Strong is worth a speculative ad because I think he would be the guy if those two miss. Even if Damian's back and Ramondre misses, Pierre looked like he had some burst that Damian has been missing this year. He has, uh, especially if he's coming back from an injury. I liked what I saw out of him. I watched some of that game last night. I mean, I liked what I saw out of him. He looked good. He had a nice, like, 40 yard run early, punched in a touchdown late. Like, I think he will be the guy over Kevin Harris, personally. Uh, big name in Detroit. We talked about DJ Chark, but Jamison Williams, we mentioned he caught a big, long touchdown. But last week was his first week back. He kind of got right. eased in, has a big touchdown this week to kind of show you that potential. I think he's a great target next year, but I also think you could get something out of him the next couple of weeks too. You could. And we'll see. There's a lot of mouths to feed, but I don't know. I think you could see something good out of him. Yeah. It's just like his first week back, they, didn't, they only targeted him, I think, twice. Caught one of them. Uh, and then obviously this one, he had that 40-yard touchdown. He was wide open on that one. <laughs> Did you, they showed the rebound. I'm like, oh, damn. Well, yeah, you well, catch your first you get wide open. Either it's blown coverage totally, or you're just fast and running an incredible route and yeah, breaks right fast. Goals, you know? He is fast. He is fast. Better than Taekwon Thornton. We'll say that. Taekwon. <laughs> All right. Um, DJ Shark, speaking of that Detroit receiving room, DJ Shark has been rock, rock solid. I think he's yep. someone you can absolutely start. No problem. I mean, I, I think because of name, like name recognition, I think he's he's available in a bunch of leagues. So go out and get him. 
I drafted you, him. You drafted DJ Shark in our league. He was one of my last picks. Ugh, I don't, I don't know about all that. <laughs> I'm not sure that was a great idea, but it's looking, looking smart now. Except you didn't keep him, so whatever. He got hurt. Um, we didn't talk about this guy. You skipped over him, but now I'm curious. Chris Moore. Oh, whoops, missed that one. He went for like ten for one twenty-four or something like that in Houston against Dallas. This was the only receiver, last man standing, kind of in the receiver. Yes. Nico Collins didn't play. Yeah, Brandon Cooks didn't play. What, what do you think about this guy? Is this is this something you should chase? Is it something that's like, hey, they got through to somebody? I mean, the only reason why I had I played Nico Collins was it last week or the because just because of injuries and advice. So I needed someone. I mean, I just can't yeah. trust anybody in Houston, especially if they're throwing Jeff, Jeff Driscoll out there, Kyle Allen, Davis Mills. I'm sorry. I just, other than someone like a Brandon cooks who is more established, but obviously he's been pouting and doesn't want to play this year. I mean, I, I wouldn't trust it, but if you're desperate, if he's going to be the guy, if he's going to get you 10 receptions, go for it. But it's just, their offense is too woof. To so my, I'll, I'll, I'll raise my hand and say, Pseudo desperate. I've got a third receiver spot. I picked up Jahan Dotson because they were on a buy this week and was planning on playing him because I had Corey Davis. He got a concussion. Yep. I don't expect him next week. I've got Rondale Moore. He didn't play last night. I don't know if 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 and when he does come back. You had Greg Dortch going in your you know run your pool league and he didn't do anything. So yep. I don't know that that slot receiver is even viable, especially with Colt McCoy under center if Hollywood Brown and DeAndre are both there. Right. So. It's a bit of a quandary, you know. You start Jahan Dotson, you start Rondell if he's healthy. So you get pick Chris up someone Moore, like man. This. Pick him up, Chris Moore. <laughs> get him. It feels so icky starting Chris Moore in a playoff game. It just icky. feels really icky. Icky, icky, yucky, We will see. Uh, keep an eye on the Bengals injuries too. We talked about Tyler Boyd dislocating his finger, T. Higgins with the hamstring. Trent Taylor was the kind of the next guy that was getting targeted in that receiving tree, at least. So it was like Jamar, Jamar, Jamar. Trent Taylor, Jamar, Jamar, right. Jamar, Trent Taylor. Um, he got four targets. I don't know. It's worth noting. If they're coming from Joe Burrow, they got to be worth something. True. So it's not so bad. And then I got to see both these guys, actually, and and not because I was at the game, but they're both kind of hot names right now anyway. Evan Ingram, of course, coming off the big performance for a tight end. He's been solid all year. He hasn't been like that great, but he's been solid. Yeah. And Chico Quanquo for the Titans is they really like him. He's an athletic freak. Uh, You've always told me never to take a Titans tight end. Just saying. I have. He has been more consistent than anybody else. They they went out and got Austin Hooper in the offseason, and I was yeah. stoked about it. They love throwing to the tight ends, but they love throwing to different tight ends. Like every game, it, well, even that, within the game. That's the old Patriots so I thought, double tight end sets. That's variable, man. That Yeah, that's a variable thing. And so I thought getting Austin Hooper and paying him you know, $10 million or whatever they paid him, I was like, okay. This is going to be their guy, like Delaney Walker used to be. Delaney like Walker. John Smith was beast. sometimes, you know. Austin Hooper hasn't done hardly anything. He did have a touchdown this week, and he did – he played well at least. But uh, – no, Chig had the touchdown. He played better this week, I will say. But um, I think Chig is their – he's their future. He's a rookie. They like what they see out of him. He's athletic. He makes – he made a big helicopter touchdown catch this week. Worth looking up. Worth looking At up. least. Chig. Got a great name too. Chig. Chig. His name's Chig. like Chigeasy or something. I don't know. <laughs> he goes by Chig. <laughs> he goes by Chig. Just go by that. Chig or Conquo. All right. So there yeah. you have it. Go after a Titan side end after all. Uh, all right. So we've kind of talked about all these guys, but what do you say we do a little do it bet Florida updates, shall we? Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. There we go. Boom. That works. There we go. All right. Look at Trevor with 40 points. 
Yeah. So Trevor balled out. I mean, as we talked about already, notable performances. He had a great day. Forty point four points to Trevor to Jared Goff's thirty three point one. So it increases his lead by eight points, obviously. So that brings Trevor Lawrence to two hundred eighty two point eight on the season, and Jared Goff at two hundred sixty three point one. So it's a nineteen Still point difference. Man. Not crazy. Not insurmountable. Four weeks to go. Anything could happen. But I mean, I just like the upward trend of both these guys. The past three weeks, they've been awesome. So yeah. it's, it's good to see that. So we then had Dalvin Cook versus Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard, man, just keeps being consistent. He had 22.2 this week. And Dalvin Cook, since, of course, he's associated with me now, decides to suck again. So he got 8.6. That's right. That's so right. Tony Pollard got 46.8, where Dalvin Cook had 25.2. So we'll see what happens. Uh, I don't see anything changing for Tony Pollard. Why would you? Because he's been playing he's great. A freak. That's and then, great. as we talked about, Brandon Ayuk is 13.7. So he had a touchdown. A couple Couple receptions, but the big thing you got the TD, and then DK Metcalf had another great day, eighteen point one points. So DK's got forty five point eight, and Brandon's got twenty three point three. So little difference there, kind of a big gap, but we kind of expected that once Jimmy went down. And but Brock Purdy man looked pretty good. Looking, Brock Purdy looked all right. So he's got Herbert ribs, but he looked all right. So I know you love the picture of his hair. So do you want to change it? You want to keep him? You okay with it? I don't know who I'd change him out for, honestly. Let's see. Wait, who are the receivers? Say Jones. You gave me three. <laughs> say Jones, say Jones DeAndre, Jones? and, and, uh, and uh, throws that Jones in there next week. But anyway, yeah, whatever. I'm loving the quarterbacks. That's that's exactly what you want to see. So Yeah, that's been really good. And, I mean, this was a week where after Trevor's game, this thing could have been over, and Goff just came out and did the same thing, you know? Yeah. He didn't have a rushing touchdown, but otherwise, they matched him perfectly. So that was that was cool. Cool to see. Oh, cool. Whew. It's going to come down to the wire. Who would have thought? Trevor Lawrence, Jared Goff. And I think they're both top 10 quarterbacks. They are. They are. They're crushing it. Yeah. Who Jared knew? Goff. Both. Both. Wait. Did anybody draft Trevor Lawrence? You didn't draft him. You picked him up. I think someone drafted him. Did they? And I then dropped him. Multiple. Yeah. Because Jared Goff, obviously, I picked him up after like week two or three. Uh, so, yeah. There you have it. Do a bet board. There you have it. Well, we've covered week 14, recapped all the games. We've got a Thursday episode coming up where we're going to preview week 15 games. Already talking about next week. On to next week. On to Cincinnati. On to next week, man. So until next week, well, until next episode, not next week, keep on folding. Fold it. Fold it.